The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Natural healing is an evolving field with new discoveries coming forward every day. Join us to find out more about the products and methods that will work for you. Welcome to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, a program with honest information and straightforward talk that will help you take control of your health. Now, here's your host, Howard Strauss. Hello, and welcome to another edition of The Power of Natural Healing. Uh, I'm your host, Howard Strauss. And we're brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. And we invite you to check in our website and uh, sign up for our uh, free newsletter and, um, and free bulletins about uh, interesting new, uh, new media we're uh, publishing, books, DVDs, uh, and uh, events that uh, are going to happen. So it's totally free, and, um, and we invite you to... Uh, to, to just sign up, send us your email address, and uh, that's all you have to do. We'll do the rest. Today we have a, uh, a, a basically a friend of the show uh, and my personal friend. Uh, I'm very happy to uh, happy to have him as a friend, uh, Dr. Brad Case. Uh, Dr. Brad Case is a doctor of chiropractic and the author of a critically acclaimed, award-winning book, Thugs, Drugs, and the War on Bugs. And that's, that was my first introduction to Brad. Uh, when, when I read that book, I immediately uh, bought a bunch of them and gave them to all my friends. It's a wonderful, fantastic, encyclopedic book. And he's, he's written down and, and uh, referenced everything I've been talking about for years and then and lots more. So just great book. I highly recommend it. We even sell it on our website, gersonmedia.com. Um, he, uh, he also has... Um, uh, contributing, he's a contributing author of 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health, and he has his own radio show, Case for Health, uh, airing the fourth Wednesday of each month at 9 a.m. PST on HealthyLife.net. He also teaches uh, anatomy and physiology at the college level at uh, Nashville State Communica- Community College. Um, Dr. Case has dedicated his life to exposing the myths and lies perpetrated by modern medicine and the mainstream media. His personal and professional mission is to revolutionize the way health care is delivered in this country and the world, and uh, leading to complete freedom of choice in health care and a common-sense approach to treating and preventing disease, something that's sorely, sorely needed today. Uh, Dr. Case, welcome, uh, and, uh, and thank you for coming on our show again. Uh, it's great to be back, Howard. Well, we, uh, we, you sent me all kinds of just great information, uh, fantastic information, uh, unknown information, and information that could just revolutionize life in the United States. Um, for one thing, we we know that um, we know that uh, one of the main causes of medical bankruptcies in this country is Alzheimer's disease. 
because we because we have such a huge problem and it takes such a lot of skilled care that it just basically bankrupts family after family after family in this country. And you're saying you you just you just sent me a, a um, an item here that um, that implicates diabetes in in that uh, in, in that problem. Could you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, well, this is something that I I've kind of been curious about for a long time, but I just ran across an article on it uh, just the other day uh, on Natural News. Uh, which is a great website. I know you're aware it's of. A, um, it's a wonderful website. We've had Mike Adams on our show, and he's a terrific guy. Terrific guy. So I, I love that website. Yeah, uh, just a wealth of information there. Yeah. Um, you know, my grandmother had Alzheimer's, and um, one of the things that I really noticed about her is that she always ate a lot of candy. And, and once the Alzheimer's kicked in, it, it the the cravings just seemed to get worse and worse, and she always always had candy around, and I've heard that about many other patients with Alzheimer's disease, and I, I always wondered if there was some connection there. And the truth of the matter, you know, physiologically speaking, we know that our brain is made mostly of fat and cholesterol, and that it runs primarily on sugar. So it would make sense that if you're having a trouble, if you're having trouble um, metabolizing that sugar or utilizing that sugar, to run your cells, that, uh, that that obviously those cells would be problematic. So, um, are you saying are you saying then that diabetics have more of a chance of Alzheimer's, or is this some other some other flavor? Well, they're calling it at this point type <clears throat> a type three diabetes, but it sounds like it's basically diabetes type two, which is the the type where your uh, cells are just no longer sensitive to the insulin, you're, you're making plenty of it with your pancreas, but your cells no longer accept it. Um, it sounds like it's type 2 diabetes for your brain is, is kind of how I would put it. But they're, they're well, what, what we know about type 2 diabetes is that uh, type 2 diabetes is only a problem of the fat metabolism, and once you straighten out the fat metabolism um, of the body, that the, that the cells are no, no longer become blocked the receptors for insulin uh, use no longer become blocked or, or are unblocked, and um, and the cells can once again use the available um, insulin, and right. the diabetes can go away. We're talking about four to five weeks. Right. Um, now, I don't know if anything has been done uh, research-wise for this, you know, for for the helping the brain in that respect, but I would suspect that, you know, we would see some sort of results. You know, may not be as dramatic because um, brain cells aren't as regenerative as other cells, and, and they may not heal as well either. So I'm not sure if we'll get the same kind of results once it's you know, occurred, but we, we can look at prevention you for can, sure. You can certainly prevent uh, a progression. Right. Wow, that's, so, uh, that's a very that's interesting a article. Thing because if, we, if, if there's an answer to Alzheimer's, that would that would uh, uh, eliminate huge amount of expense for many 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 families. I mean that's that's global. It's it's huge. Sure, sure. Like I said, my my grandmother had it, and uh, you know by the time she was in her last days, she you know didn't recognize any of us at all. Very difficult, uh, very, very difficult thing for a family to endure. Yes. Now in the article, they also uh, recommend eating certain saturated fats like coconut oil being one of the healthier fats. Uh huh. And, um, you know, obviously cutting back on sugars as much as possible uh, 
also very important in any type of diabetes. So is there a, is is there a prevention? Is that is that, is that a prevention? <clears throat> excuse me, program or a cure? Uh, it it probably will help. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Um, I'm not sure if they've done research into you know showing that it helps, but you know, a lot of times in these early the early parts of these new theories, we're looking at things that logically should help. So um, I don't know that they've. Uh, have actual proof that coconut oil and good saturated fats do help, though. Uh, I do. I do know that uh, although we don't uh, we don't claim uh, the Gerson therapy does not claim to cure Alzheimer's because we we haven't had enough experience with that. Uh, I know that we had one reversal of Alzheimer's disease, but that's hardly uh, that's hardly a um, you know any kind of a sample. Um, right. But it certainly is indicative that it is a reversible disease, or it could be. Mm-hmm. And um, and that the Gerson therapy, when you normalize the fat metabolism, could help. Right. Well, yeah, I've seen a few, a few studies uh, that, where, that, that indicate that these cells, these brain cells that we think are, you know, shriveled up and dead are not necessarily dead, but just in a, you know, a state of dormancy. Right. And that uh, they can potentially be brought back. So, so wow. I think there's, there's a lot of help, uh, hope there. Wow, that's well. That's that's a, that's a fantastic piece of information, Brad. Um, uh, it, uh, you, you, we've talked about we've talked about many things uh, in the past. Uh, one of them was alternative medicine, and uh, you you uh, seemed annoyed at that. Tell me, tell me, why don't you like the term of alternative medicine? Uh, well, because it automatically assumes that we are um, alternative to conventional medicine. And I don't like to think of us as being the alternative to them because, for one thing, I, I don't, as you know, I don't have a lot of respect for um, their their treatments and, you know, uh, their whole paradigm. Um, their their paradigm, of course, is that germs and genetics are the main causes of illness and that drugs and surgery are the only things that can lead to any kind of cure. And, of course, you and I know that uh, drugs don't cure basically anything, and surgery, you know, is, is fairly rare where it's going to cure anything either. It, they may prolong your life, uh, but they long-term lead to more toxicity and uh, more problems down the road. For example, taking out a part of your intestines is not a cure for anything, it, uh, although it may give you a little longer to live. So... Um, so uh, claiming that we're the alternative to drugs and surgery, while you know, uh, while technically correct, I don't like the term. I, I prefer the term natural healthcare or natural medicine or uh, something along those lines. Uh, really, we are we were the first medicine. You know, the alternative medicines came long, long before uh, Western medicine. There, you know, chiropractic. There's there's cave paintings from 17,500 BC in France of people receiving um, manipulations of the spine. Um, we know that acupuncture is at least five, if not 10,000 years old. We know that nutrition, of course, is the oldest, and herbs, herbal treatments uh, are probably the second oldest. So, you know, Hippocrates said, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. It's it, We go way way further back. Uh, Western medicine is only about 150 years old, really. So it's a te- the technical and the chemical uh, approach to medicine 
uh, is is uh, is really the uh, the, the new Johnny come lately on the scene. I think right. uh, in part of the Hippocratic Oath, uh, it says, uh, "I will not resort to the knife." So uh, even Hippocrates said, uh, "You know, I will not do surgery, uh, but I'll I'll leave that to someone who uh, you know whose specialty is doing surgery." Sure. In the early days of medicine, uh, the uh, the medical practitioners uh, were said to um, completely avoid surgery, and so that was left to the barbers. Yeah, in the early exactly. days. Um, um, we've, we've got a uh, we've got a break coming up in a couple of minutes, uh, Brad. Uh, I, w- I want to be uh, I want to talk about uh, how drug companies actually perpetuate their their marketing um, by by actually creating diseases um, rather than healing diseases. And I want to also ask you to think about how many of the uh, uh, how many major diseases have been actually cured. How many have ha- found a cure? in the last, um, let's say, 50 years. Uh, so if you could think about that, and we'll, um, we'll talk about that when we come back the other side of the break. Uh, this is The Power of Natural Healing, uh, brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. Uh, I'm Howard Strauss, and we have a, a great good friend, an encyclopedic uh, source of knowledge, Dr. Brad Case, um, who, uh, who wrote uh, who wrote. Thugs, Drugs, and the War on Bugs, an incredibly good and incredibly uh, uh, well-researched and, and, and well-put-together book. Uh, I was just so impressed. Um, we'll be talking more with Dr. Case right after the break. Um, please stay with us. Uh, you're going to get lots more information that you can use to get yourself better health. This is Howard Strauss. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you figured out what's not working in your life? Could you use a little help? Join your host, Tamaran, for Let's Figure It Out. Tamaran has had both highs and lows in her life. She uses her experiences to teach you some basic techniques on how to live a better life through health, relationships, and more. Her guests also come from the health and wellness industry, and together, Tamaran and her guests will help you get your life on the right path. Let's Figure It Out airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. If you have a child in your life with autism, there may be a lot of questions that you need answered. What if your child has recently been diagnosed? Or maybe you have a question about treatment that your child is currently undergoing. For answers to these and more, tune into Autism Spectrum Radio with Dr. Bill Freya. Our guests will include parents and experts to discuss current experiences, treatments, and breakthroughs for those living with autism. Listen every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Greetings. Welcome back. Thank you for staying with us. This is The Power of Natural Healing. I'm Howard Strauss. 
um, with Gerson Health Media, uh, brought to you by Gerson Health Media, and uh, the website is gersonmedia.com, G-E-R-S-O-N media.com. Uh, there's uh, all kinds of great information, great books, including Dr. Case's book, Thugs, Drugs, and the War on Bugs, um, books that will help you maintain and improve your health and uh, really give you the, the history and the, and the, uh, the reality of, uh, uh, of actual good health, good health and how to, how to keep and maintain it. Uh, Dr. Case, I asked you to think about something uh, over the break. I asked you to please uh, catalog for me all of the major illnesses that have been cured by uh, allopathic medicine with its with billions upon billions of dollars of research every year. Uh, could you think uh, how many how many have been cured in the last 50 years? Well, I racked my brain. I, I can't think of any that have actually been cured, Howard. If you go back <laughs> a little further... If you go back a little further, you could you could probably say that they found a way of curing bacterial infections um, back in about 1945-ish. Yeah. Um, and the, it's funny that the if you if you give them the the benefit of the doubt there and say that they they cure those, it's really not with patented medicine. There, you know, penicillin was basically for, uh, they get it from a mold, so it's essentially a uh, herbal extract yeah, of something we find in nature. Um, so that's their their big major medical miracle that they've had in the last 150 years. You know, for a long time, their their cures were far worse than the disease. The, exactly. The, the people. Oh, yeah, but that's my point exactly. They, and with all of the with all of their much vaunted medical technology, with all their chemicals, with all their surgeries, and all their radiation, big machines, and everything. Uh, that they know about genetics, they haven't been able to solve a single major disease in the last 50 years. So, right. you know, so much for allopathic uh, technological medicine. Um, you, you wrote in your book about drug companies, quote, creating diagnoses, uh, unquote. Uh, can, can you elaborate a bit on that? <laughs> sure. Uh, well, you know, they take something that's that we've always thought of as being a symptom like um being shy or uh you know having a little uh acid indigestion or heartburn after dinner and they turn into a disease they they claim that you know it's no longer shyness it's social anxiety disorder or it's it's not a little heartburn it's um GERD gastric yeah. esophageal reflux disease and then the reason that they do that, though, is the, is the important part, and that is that they have a drug that they have created for that specific thing. And so by say, claiming that we have the only drug that's proven to, you know, treat XYZ disease, um, then they can kind of corner the market there. So so they've turned lots of things um, into diseases, like the, the two I mentioned. Um, How about ADD? ADD. Premenstrual dysphoric disorder, which is really PMS, uh, restless you know. leg syndrome. What, uh, what restless leg? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they 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 come up with a a drug and then they create a disease to fit the drug. Wow. And it's usually just a symptom. And in, in reality, there's not any difference between a symptom and a disease because a disease is just usually a group of symptoms or a group of group of signs and symptoms that often occur together 
And we know that that doesn't really mean anything. You know, it, giving a, a certain drug for a certain disease doesn't really work. Um, there, there are often different causes for the same disease. There might be, you might take 10 patients with thyroid cancer and find, you know, seven different causes for that, that person's thyroid cancer or prostate cancer or whatever. And so you have to address the causes of problems. And that's what I always did in practice. I would, you know, find ways of finding the cause and then addressing the cause. If the cause is toxicity, you address the toxicity. If it's malnutrition, you address that. If it's if it's um, if it happens to be pathogens, uh, bacteria, and so forth, you address that. If it's a hormonal imbalance or an emotional, psychological issue, or you know, too much radiation in in the person's uh, environment, you, you address the problems, not the symptoms. And that's what why Western medicine fails so so completely um, is that they strictly address symptoms and and don't even cure them, but manage them. They they just want to. Uh, address your symptom, minimize it, or get rid of the symptom while, in the meantime, leaving the causes there so that they can... You continue to need the drug, of course, then, if, you, if they don't ever cure you. If you, if you really could manage the, uh, the disease or the symptom, wouldn't you think that you would manage it out of existence? Well, that's not their, their, that's not uh, their goal. Their goal, right. Exactly. So basically, they, they either don't know or don't want to uh, uh, cure disease. Right. It would interfere with their uh, it would interfere with their um, uh, their their profit stream. Right. And of course, we're talking about medicine in general, not necessarily your 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 medical doctor. Your medical doctor probably went into school went to school you know with the purpose of curing disease and helping humanity, and so forth and so on. But it's the people that are running things that are really pulling all the strings. The, we're talking about the, the thugs, as I mentioned. We, my have, we have seen exactly what happens when somebody actually does try and, uh, and cure a disease. Exactly. exactly. You have stepped on big time. We go from Brzezinski to Gonzalez to Case to uh, Krebs to Gerson to, you know, and on and on. Anyone who actually cures a disease gets tromped on by the medical profession. Right, um, and if uh, if if they uh, they're either destroyed uh, physically, morally, and uh, mentally, or else they're imprisoned, or even worse, uh, killed. I've, we've seen mm-hmm. that often, too often. Yeah, which is yeah. Uh, you know not surprising, considering that by suppressing a cure for cancer, uh, you're, the the medical profession is engaging in mass murder because of how many hundreds of thousands of people a year die of cancer. Right. So, and, so it's a it's a huge uh, huge industry, a deadly industry, highly profitable. They have completely buffaloed most of the population, um, and, um, and and we continue to to buy their toxic products. It's not only bad enough that they prevent people from being cured by things like Gerson therapy or what have you. They are actually causing much of the disease. That we see, uh, right. they, they uh, you know, in very conservative numbers given to us by the Journal of the American Medical Association says that they kill about 300,000 people every year. If you look at more realistic numbers, it's somewhere in, in the neighborhood of 780,000 every year. 780,000 people. That's approximately it's over 2,000 people a day. It's it's 
the numbers are insane, and, and it's, it's staggering. It, it, almost, it, it, it would, that would make it the number one killer of Americans in this country. In, 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 in our uh, the, the number one killer of Americans, basically, and yeah. and that means we've been hearing about uh, you know diabetes and 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 cancer and accidents and gunshots and and. Uh, and, and cardiovascular events being the kill, number one, two, three killers of uh, Americans, but this, but 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 allopathic medicine, if it's killing seven hundred and eighty thousand people a year, uh, outstrips those by far, and we never hear about it by quite a bit. Yeah, so what is, uh, heart disease is somewhere around six hundred thousand a year, and cancer is not far behind that. Uh, but yeah, and and again, this is just the the, the people that they're outright killing, not even counting the people that they're preventing from being cured by suppressing these uh, these great alternative or natural health care methods. It's, it's, it's almost like genocide. Yeah, I think you could easily call it that. Whew. So, uh, well, that's, that's, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty uh, staggering. Um, do you have... You, you, you talked about a new germ theory. Can you tell us a, little about, a bit about that? Sure. Uh, well, the old germ theory, of course, says that if you are exposed to a germ, that you will get that germ and, and then get that disease. Um, and that one, you know, every particular germ causes its own particular disease. Uh, strep, strep bacteria causes strep throat, for example. Uh-huh. Um, what we find, though, is very different from that. First of all, we know that every person's immune system has the ability to fight these things off. Uh, second of all, um, we find that the where, well, you have to look at where these germs actually came from in the first place. Now, bacteria we know have been around since before humans, so we kind of know where they came from, but. Where would a virus come from, which are the things that we're really looking at with a lot of things, like colds and flus and um, AIDS and what um, measles and mumps and rubella and all these all these minor sort of diseases, uh, they, they blame on viruses. But viruses have to have a, another cell in order to uh, replicate themselves. So where did these viruses come from? is they, they are bred within our own cells. Our body, when, when we are run down, when, our, when we have stress, when we have lots of toxins or malnutrition or any of these things that I mentioned, these seven causes, true causes of disease, are, are, are taking a effect on our body, our immune system and our energy levels go down to the point where our bodies actually start to create germs themselves. You have to think about what bacteria oh, wait, really... Wait, wait, wait. Our bodies create germs. That's right. So what, what, are bacteria, what? what do bacteria do in nature? Let's think about it in, in those terms, in your backyard, for example. If, if a bird drops dead out of a tree, lands on your ground, bacteria engulf that bird and turn it back into dirt. They turn it into soil. The bacteria, though, that do that didn't come from the soil... They didn't crawl out of the soil onto the bird. They came from within that bird. Oh, yes, within I never that thought bird of that. It are these little creatures, these 
teeny tiny little creatures that are, you know, smaller than even viruses. And they are called prions. That's the that's the Western medicine's name for it is prions. But we've several scientists over the years have discovered these things and give them different names, like microzyma or somatids. We're, we're coming up on another break. I have to interrupt you. But but prions are also associated with the mad cow disease, isn't it? Yes, that's the one. The one thing that Western medicine has discovered that they do, but they do we're, we're a lot more to, than We're going to have that. to break here. I'm going to have to mm-hmm. cut in. Uh, but but let's let's uh, continue this uh, conversation right on the other side of the break, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, folks, we're, you know, you could, we're, we're talking with Brad Case, a very fascinating uh, man, an encyclopedic uh, source of knowledge uh, on helping you maintain your own health. And, uh, and you, you know, really, we're, we're very grateful to Brad for taking his time and spending it with us, with us uh, so that he can, uh, he can share this knowledge with you. Uh, this is Howard Strauss, The Power of Natural Healing, uh, brought to you by Gerson, Me- Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. Uh, and we invite you to go to our website, look at all the uh, media, the books, the uh, DVDs, the testimonials uh, that we have, and including uh, Dr. Case's wonderful book, um, uh, Thugs, Drugs, and the War on Bugs. Fantastic book. I, I recommend it to everyone. Um, so join us on the other side of the break for uh, more of The Power of Natural Healing, um, interviewing Dr. Brad Case. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. 
And now, back to the power of natural healing. Well, welcome back to the power of natural healing. This is Howard Strauss, your host. We're brought to you uh, by uh, Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com, and we invite you to uh, look in on our website, sign up for our free uh, newsletter, notifications of events and uh, and books and more DVDs and uh, and 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 events of interest uh, into your to your good health. And it's free, so just go send us your email address, and we will uh, we'll we'll start sending you our our um, uh, our newsletter. Uh, we're on with Dr. Brad Case, uh, doctor of chiropr- chiropractic, author of uh, Thugs, Drugs, and the War on Bugs, uh, a fantastic book that I highly recommend to everybody, especially if you, <clears throat> if you have children and they're urging you to get uh, vaccines for your children. You don't ever want to do that. And, um, uh, and Dr. Case just blew my mind, just completely blew my mind, because uh, he was. He started talking about. He started talking about uh, um, bacteria. Uh, really, being, get coming from prions, which are these fragments of proteins that scientists have only recently uh, discovered while they were researching the mad cow disease. And so, in other words, they don't. They're not external invaders. They come from inside. Did I get that right? That's right. They are, as I said, they they are. They've been given different names. They, they were discovered back around the same time that bacteria were discovered, actually by uh, a contemporary of Louis Pasteur, the 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 man who's given credit for discovering or you know bacteria, basically. But this this man named Antoine Bachat discovered them, and he named them uh, Microzyma. And about 80 years later, another fellow by the name of Royal Rife came along, and he discovered them and called them turquoise bodies. And several several other doctors and scientists have discovered them and given them other names. But most recently, Western medicine has discovered them now. You know, somebody who actually matters discovered them, and (laughs) they named them prions. So that's the name that they are. But like you said, they are little fragments of protein. They're not an entire – they're not considered a living organism. But what they do in our bodies, as far as we know, we know that they do a few things. And one of them is that they help our cells to divide. Without prions existing, we could not, our cells could not divide. Really? And therefore... I never learned that. Yeah. Um, So they are essential part, and it's an essential part of health and life. In fact, they think that they are kind of the the link between energy in the environment and life. Wow. Um, so, so absolutely basic and absolutely uh, necessary. Necessary. And yet, and, and yet when, uh, when they talk about mad cow disease, they talk about it being caused by prions. Yes. Now, these, are, these things are very new. We don't know a whole lot about them yet, um, but... It seems that there there may be an abnormal type of prion, which may be the cause of mad cow and mad sheep and so forth. But um, it, we, I, you know we don't really know that exactly. But what we do know is that, and this is from the work of uh, a man up in Canada named Gaston Naysens, and brilliant researcher, uh, also does work in cancer. Uh, he's he's found his own way of curing cancer with a, a thing called uh, 
something X. Anyway, I'll think of that later. But um, his his uh, main research has been under these somatids, as he calls them, and he's found that they have a life cycle. Uh, and normal a normal prions will have a life cycle of only three stages, which is like a um, sort of a a bud and a prion, and then the super prion or something. I forget the exact terms for it, but that's in the normal realm of things. As soon as your body starts to go out of its normal balance from one of these seven issues that we discussed already, um, let's say too much radiation or too much toxicity, these prions enter a new phase of life, a new life cycle, and they turn into first um, something very much like a virus. Basically, we can say it's a virus, uh, and and if your body doesn't correct soon enough, then it changes into like a bacteria. If it doesn't correct soon enough, then it changes into a, uh, a fungus. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Just wait one minute here. Just wait one minute. <laughs> so the same prion yeah. could change into various different kinds of microorganisms. Yes. It's called um, depending on Depending on the, uh, on the environment, is that what exactly. you're saying? Exactly. Depending on... You know, you could think of it as depending on what food we put out for them, uh, they they are able to adapt and change into new, entirely new organisms. Um, it's kind of like the way a caterpillar can create a cocoon and come out a butterfly uh, a week or so later, whatever it is. Um, they completely change form. And if you look at humans from the so time that we that are... Be, would that be considered pleomorphism? Pleomorphism, yes. And, and is that is that a fact then, or is that a, uh, a a surmise? Pleomorphism has been observed under the microscope, so you can say it's it's an observable fact. But but uh, but that's that's not something that doctors will admit, is it? Absolutely not. Because if if they admitted to the to the fact that bacteria and viruses and fungi can be created by the environment or the milieu, whatever we provide for them in our bodies, then they would be, well, their whole paradigm would collapse because their paradigm says we are attacked from outside and we need to be protected by through vaccines or um, cured through antibiotics or, you know, take flu mist or what have you. All these different, all these different cures that they have are designed to, you know, uh, protect us from an outside attacker rather than uh, teaching teaching people about health and nutrition and um, taking care of their milieu their bodies no money in uh, no money in health no exactly yeah the problem is that the money is all in in treating disease yes or quote managing disease unquote yes managing it for profit yes wow Wow. Yeah, so, 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 these so things, this, they take on being, many different uh, forms. About, or is this being suppressed? I'm sorry? Is, is this a, a pleomorphism and prion uh, theory of germs being talked about at all? Is anyone uh, researching it, or is it being suppressed? It's, well, it, it is being researched. Uh, that, that, um, Mr. Nasens up in Canada is still on the job, but he's having a very hard time oh, yeah. you know, getting any, any sort of uh, publicity about it. He's actually had to go to court, much like Brzezinski, he's had to go to court over his cancer cures, and um, and he's not a, 
a, and actually a doctor of any kind, although he's very well trained um, in many different Jason. things. He he's a lot like Royal Rife in that he built his own microscope and and was able to see living organisms under the scope. See, wow. one of the things that people don't realize, I think, is for in almost all of microbiology, people are using either light microscopes or electron microscopes, which means you have to kill whatever you're looking at. You have to kill the bacteria or kill the virus in order to look at it. Really? Why? Because we have to, uh, first of all, fix it to the slide so it's not moving around so much, but then stain it because these things aren't very colorful. They're just like a little, you know, membrane or maybe not even a membrane. Jellyfish? A little, they're a little, like these prions, for example, are just tiny little proteins. They're so so incredibly small. Um, Viruses are not much bigger. They're, you know, the size of a virus compared to a bacteria or a cell, um, it's about a thousandth the size of a bacteria. Wow. Think of an ant next to an elephant. So, So these are very small things that we're talking about, but Bacteria, you can see fairly readily if you stain them. You can see it under a normal light microscope, but you have to look at a dead one, a, a bacteria carcass. And, of course, dead bacteria don't make any changes while you're looking at them. If they're if dead. You de- if you develop a way of seeing them when they're still alive, which a few scientists have, then you can actually see them changing, and that's where the pleomorphism comes in. You you put out a different kind of food for them, and suddenly they boom, they change right before your eyes. And you can actually see this on online. There are uh, videos of this. If you look up, uh, I don't know, Google Nasens N A E S S E N S, I believe is the spelling, and um, pleomorphism, you can probably find some videos of where you see a, a bacteria change from, like, round-shaped to rod-shaped, for example, wow. or something. Uh, well, so that, it, kind you of, can observe that, it yourself. That, that, is, that, is, uh, that is a stunning piece of information, and it, 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 it changes everything. It changes everything. It does. And, and Nathan's has also discovered that you can reverse this process. So once, you know, the, the bugs of whatever species they're in now have, have morphed into whatever, you know, let's say they're in the fungal stage, once you start correcting the milieu, you start dialing back health back into it, um, you know, start getting the toxins out and getting the nutrients in, they will start to reverse the cycle. You, you, you may know that um, people that are very near death, for example, in AIDS, AIDS patients are overrun with fungus. Yeah. That all the diseases that they die from are fungal diseases. That's because their milieu is so destroyed by whatever it is that's destroying them. That's another subject. But Yeah, that's another subject. It's probably pharmaceuticals. Yes, it's mostly drugs. Um, so, But once you start dialing that back, say taking them off the drugs and getting nutrients in and, and really bringing health back to that person, the, the, the cycle of the somatids or prions will reverse, and eventually they'll go back to being normal prions that are just their... To help yourselves, to help well, actually, you and actually, we have we have observed that on a macro scale, uh, not knowing about prions, but but simply by changing the environment uh, with the Gerson therapy, we exactly. have been able to reverse AIDS um, and and reverse even Kaposi's sarcoma uh, people in in the last stages. So, uh, not many, but uh, but but we have been able to. 
uh, more of that this in the next segment. Uh, we're coming up on a break, Brad, and uh, mm-hmm. this is just this is just mind blowing. You're you're wow. You know, you're great to talk to. <laughs> just wow. Um, uh, this is uh, the power of natural healing. I'm Howard Strauss, your host. Uh, brought to you by Gerson Health Media at GersonMedia.com. We're talking to, uh, to Dr. Brad Case. We're having a fascinating, uh, a fascinating conversation. Uh, something that uh, something will completely blow your mind, and uh, and and you can, you know, not everything has been discovered yet. Not everything has been discovered yet. You know, things are still being discovered, and and we're we're learning so much more uh, as we unfetter people's minds and let them explore. Uh, but that's not the uh, that's not the idea of uh, conventional pharmaceutical companies uh, because there's no profit in it. Um, we'll be back right on the other side of the break uh, with uh, with Dr. Case. Uh, I'm Howard Strauss, your host. Please stay with us. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. Do you know the four major principles to healthy living? If we incorporate these principles in our everyday decisions, we could all live better and healthier lives. Tune in to The Joys of Healthy Living with your host, Dr. Ed Dodge. By tuning in each week, you can learn about the four principles for healthy living and how to incorporate them into your life. Dr. Dodge and his guest experts will share tips and discoveries from every aspect of health. The Joys of Healthy Living is broadcast live every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Ready for a revolution in diet and health? Confused about what to eat and how to prioritize your health concerns? Let's turn conventional wisdom on its head and rethink the old rules. Good health means real food, sound sleep, great supplements, and the right exercise. Join holistic nutritionist Beverly Meyer for the Primal Diet Modern Health Show. She'll help you rewrite your human owner's manual. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Welcome to The Power of Natural Healing. I'm your host, Howard Strauss. Um, and we're brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. You can find a lot of information, including Dr. Case's uh, wonderful book, Thugs, Drugs, and the War on Bugs, at our website, gersonmedia.com, and uh, also testimonials and more about the Gerson therapy and our new books and DVDs. Uh, just follow follow right along. Leave us your email address. We'll notify you of um, of interesting events. We're, on with, uh, we're, we're having uh, this incredible conversation with Dr. Brad Case, and uh, by the way, this is why we are one of the leading shows on uh, the on the Health and Wel- Wellness Network at uh, at VoiceAmerica.com uh, because we have unbelievably great guests. And uh, last week we had Dr. Nicholas Gonzalez. This week we have uh, uh, Dr. Brad Case. We 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 just have phenomenal guests. So, um, Dr. Case. Uh, what what this what you've been talking about really leads uh, leads to um, 
uh, leads to Pasteur's deathbed uh, confession. He said the uh, the microbe is nothing, the uh, the environment is everything. He said uh, Bernard was right. Um, That's right. And this this just underlines it, and uh, what, what you've been talking about underlines it and puts an exclamation point behind it. It's the environment. It's the environment. It's the environment. Um, That's right. So, so if we can if we can manipulate the environment, which we can very easily, uh, then we don't have to worry about the bacteria because they they just change into more beneficial forms. Yeah, fantastic. It, it, it kind of makes <clears throat> it makes healthcare almost boring in the way that you can just kind of reduce it down to eat right and exercise. You know. Yeah. But, but people don't do that, and so we need to explain to them why to do that and why to not do the other things, why to try to avoid antibiotics and vaccinations and um, all the other things that Western medicine has to offer, which we've seen, you know, kills, is the number one killer in the United States at least. It's kind of uh, Western medicine looks more and more like whack-a-mole all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you were talking, you just said something about uh, vaccines. Um now I've I've uh, I've heard you say many many times that the vaccines, especially vaccines, cause uh, autism. Uh, why why do you say that? Well, there's a lot of reasons. Um, there's all kinds of evidence too, it, it, and the 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 real evidence is, of course, as you know, being suppressed by the people that stand to gain. That being primarily the pharmaceutical companies, but also some of the government agencies that uh, that have a revolving door with these, these CEOs and so forth. Um, it, just looking at it scientifically, we know that mercury, which is, of course, not in very many shots anymore, but still in the flu shots and, and a few others, um, is a severe neurotoxin. It's one of the most toxic things on the planet, and yet we were injecting it into... Uh, infants on their first day on the planet for, what, a couple, uh, 20 years or so, um, and, um, and within about eight weeks of their, uh, of their being born for another 20 years or so or more. Um, so we've been injecting mercury into these kids for years, and before we did that, we, didn't, uh, we had not recognized autism at that point. You know, back in the 1920s, it was not even heard of. And then once vaccinations came on the scene, it was discovered, but only in the rich people who vaccinated their kids. And then later on, it it, it began to uh, expand exponentially. And we've seen it go from, you know, one in 10,000 back several years ago to one in 5,000 in the 90s to now it's one in every 88 kids, even more in boys. That's the, the most recent one. Now, that they may have expanded the definition of autism slightly, but that doesn't explain nearly the 6,000% increase wow. in autism uh, that we've seen just in the last several years um, since the 90s. Um, what does explain it, however, is the, the incredible number increase in number of vaccinations that we're giving these kids. When I was a kid, I probably got about eight shots. Now they're getting close to 70 by the time wow. they're 18 years old. 
and all of them with toxic mercury and uh, and aluminum and uh, aspartame. Yeah, they and don't have mercury. With the, you know, they finally wised up a little bit with with the pressure of parents that to take the mercury out of most of them. But if they've taken the mercury out, there's still formaldehyde and aluminum and a dozen other things you wouldn't want injected into a brand new baby. No, 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 no. Unbelievable. Now, interestingly enough, one of these articles I, I sent you is this Japanese study. They call it the Kobe trial. It was. Um, it was in a peer-reviewed journal, a very excellent journal, um, and it came out in 2009, but I just heard about it the other day, So, and I'm kind of up on these things. Uh, and it, it found that uh, it, they, were, they took mice that had been created to be resistant to autoimmune problems, and they gave these mice injections of antigens, which is really what a vaccine is. Uh, it's usually an antigen plus a bunch of uh, adjuvants, which you know, are act as preservatives or to, to you know, kind of kill the uh, excess bacteria that might be in there. Uh, <clears throat> so the, these people just injected the antigen without the mercury and the formaldehyde and the aluminum and what have you, just antigens into these mice that were resistant to autoimmune diseases, and and then they would give them an injection and wait until their immune system had recovered, give them another one, and it go on like that for seven cycles. After seven cycles, these mice were still okay. On the eighth cycle, they developed autoimmune problems. So wow. it was an accumulative load. Uh, the, these, these antigens affect your immune system in, a, in an accumulative way. So even so if, we, if we give children um, the, these vaccines, not, not one, six, seven times, but 30 times, um, before they're before they're 18 months old, we're inviting autoimmune disease, aren't we? It's it almost becomes a sure thing. Almost a sure thing. So we're generating autoimmune disease in our children, and and uh, and this is based on the lies of government and uh, and the pharmaceutical companies for profit. Yeah, there's a quote from this article. It says systemic autoimmunity appears to be the inevitable consequence of over overstimulating the host's immune system by repeated immunization with antigen. The wow. inevitable consequence. <clears throat> you wow. can't uh, uh, a, 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 virtually, a virtual certainty. Now, if you add in the mercury and the aluminum and formaldehyde, of course, you increase it exponentially. And, Good Lord. You know, we, Good know Lord. That, we know that mercury is a neurotoxin. We know right. it stays in the brain. We, we know these things, and yet... We cover our ears and our eyes and pretend and, that and, and it's not happening. And destroy our children. Yeah. Brad, um, we, we're going to have to just about leave it there. Any, uh, any very quick last words? We only have a couple moments. Uh, this other study that was done in... Wait, wait, in, wait, wait. You, how, about, how do people find out more about your books? Oh, my book. Uh, of course, you can find it on your website. It's on Amazon. My website is healthisnatural.com. Healthisnatural.com, and that is uh, the wealth of information there, the seven causes of disease and the 20 steps to health and all kinds of great stuff that we've been talking about. You can actually read the first chapter of my book to see if you like it and all the endorsements and uh, watch a a book trailer video and all kinds of stuff on there. Fantastic. Healthisnatural.com. Bugs, drugs, and the war on bugs. Thank you, Dr. Brad Case. Uh, you've been just a wealth of information, and I know you've got lots more, but boy, <laughs> what, what mind-blowing stuff. Thank you very, very much for joining us today. This is Howard Strauss, your host of uh, The Power of Natural Healing, brought to you by Gerson Health Media. 
at gersonmedia.com, where you can find Dr. Brad Case's book, Thugs, Drugs, and the War on Bugs. I want everybody to read that book, everybody. Uh, in case you ever thought that vaccines were a good idea, read this book. Um, and um, and, and uh, there's lots more good information on our website about the Gerson therapy, testimonials, um, translations of Dr. Gerson's work, and so forth. So um, it's, it's great. Just send us your email address. Uh, we, will, we will keep you informed of all the new stuff that's coming up. Thank you for listening. And listen to next week. We uh, will have another fascinating guest for you. Um, thanks again, Dr. Brad Case, and um, we hope to see everybody again next week on The Power of Natural Healing. This is Howard Strauss. Thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss. Please join us again next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until that time, have a healthy, happy week. <laughs>